romance reader and you're not quite sure what a synodom is, go ahead and sit back and take notes because this may be your new favorite kink. We're reminiscing with some nerd BDSM in Catherine Nolan's contemporary romance, Bohemian, on DNF Happy Hour. Woo! Because hashtag synodom. Gay. This is DNF Happy Hour. If you are listeners of uh, Read, Watch, or DNF, you'll recognize us. I am uh, Mel B, and this is Jackie D, your host. Uh, last week, we talked about our first ever, you know, book talk made us read it book, uh, which turned out to be a pretty raunchy reverse harem. Uh, Jackie and I had no experience in this department <laughs> whatsoever. None. Uh, none. None. <laughs> And I think it may have even been like the first smutty smut book we've ever read. Like I've read books before that have had, you know, like a scene in it, but it. Or two, but not, not to this degree. It didn't drive the plot (laughs) like these two. (laughs) So Jackie and I read a lot of books outside of the um, book to screen adaptations that we do for other show. And we're just going to spend like 20, 30 minutes with you and walk you through and hopefully teach you some of the things that we've learned along the way on our book talk, book Twitter reading journey. Uh, So (laughs) we definitely learned a few phrases, some new terms, uh, and we're we're just going to share that with you to maybe help you navigate this world of uh, bookish contents. A.K.A. Smut. Or some other stuff. We read a lot of things. We just, Smut is where we get the most surprise out of. <laughs> it's the most enjoyable, I think. Not yeah. from like, hey, I wish this was my life kind of aspect. But oh, it's not. just like escape. Yeah. that's, ex- yeah. that's And that's why we read, right? Escapism yeah. and vampires. So yeah. this week. Uh, and orcs. And or orcs. <laughs> I think I actually have a, I read a book where there were both in there. I did. No, I did. There were vampires and orcs in it. Anyway, okay. we'll get to that okay. at a different time. So this week we are talking about another romance, but it's just not quite as traumatizing. I would say this one is fluffy. Yeah. It's a very definitely. sweet, quick read. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just a warning. We do record these after our main show, which means that, we have been drinking. I think at this point we've been drinking for like eight hours. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we eight are and a half, slush. maybe. Oh, God, don't make it worse. <laughs> so we, we are. We are a little slushed, okay? Um, and we are hashtag sorry, not sorry, for whatever is about to come out of our mouths. <laughs> All right. I'm... I'm going to set the scene for you on this one, all right? How did we get into Catherine Nolan's Bohemian? I, uh, right now, I am working on my 
PhD, I'm going towards that in creative writing, right? So I'm taking a play write, or screenwriting, excuse me, a screenwriting class. Uh, this was the last year. And my I'm reading the introduction to, you know, the syllabus and everything. And then I'm looking at my professor's, uh, like, intro, right? And she's going off. She has a podcast. She does all this cool stuff. She admittedly says in her professor bio that she loves smut and i'm like oh this is about to be the best class ever intriguing so yes so i occasionally and she always like puts her cell phone out there to text so um i would occasionally i didn't want to abuse it i would send like an innocent text about something in the class and then uh maybe about like what we were currently reading or whatever or she would respond to some assignments and put a note in there about reading I can't remember specifically what I had brought up, but she's like, hey, if you like that author or that genre or whatever, you should really look into Catherine Nolan. One of my favorite books from her is Bohemian. So uh, immediately I go to Kindle. It's available on Kindle Limited. I get it. It's in my library. Probably three hours later, I'm already done reading it. And this is when, of course, I send it to Jackie. And I'm like, read it now. Immediately. And she's like, all right, bitch. I'm like, I need to finish this book. Like, whatever she's reading. Calm the fuck down. It was some sort of fantasy thing. And I'm like, listen, the dragons are still going to be there later. Put it down and read this. This is the first time from this, mind you, this is my professor for screenwriting. This is who I hear this term from. It's called a synodom. She's like, yeah, this is a great story. And it's synodom. And you're like this. I'm like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) But we sure as shit found out, didn't we, Jackie? Yes, yes, we did. (laughs) Oh, God, this is fun. (laughs) Okay, so remember, Bohemian, it's by Catherine Nolan, and it is still available on Kindle Unlimited if you have that. Um, You can get it in paperback and some other stuff too. Anyway, this is what the book is about. Get ready. Two souls drawn together beneath a fierce sky. Calvin Ellis's neat and orderly life is shattered when his grandfather dies, leaving him ownership of a quirky bookstore in Big Sur, California. The Mad Ones. Once a place famous for poetry readings and Bohemian Rebellion, it now teeters on the brink of financial ruin. Lucia, okay, her name might be Lucia, it also might be Lucia. We're just going to go with Lucia. Lucia Bell's glamorous life as a supermodel is put into stark perspective when she shows up for a photo shoot at that bookstore in the middle of nowhere. She finds herself oddly intrigued by the quiet, nerdy owner with the huge glasses reading behind the register. One night, they share a passionate and frenzied kiss against a bookshelf. (laughs) Outside the store, lightning strikes. Trees topple and the world shakes beneath their feet. As the storm tears its way through Big Sur, Calvin and Lucia share and explore their most secret desires. Hopes and dreams they once thought lost are recaptured. But inevitably, as reality roars back, they find themselves stuck at a crossroads. Two conflicting paths, and each must make their own decision. Which life will they choose, and will it include the other? 
<laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> so we have some we have some terms for you now, okay? BDSM. I pulled up the straight definition for this so y'all understand what it is. It's a type of adult role play between two or more individuals. Consenting individuals. The compound is so it's a compound acronym. This is where I was like, oh, why is there so many letters? Because this is why. Compound acronym. BDSM is derived from the terms bondage and discipline. BD, dominance and submission, DS, and sadism and masochism, SM. So BDSM, compound acronym. Dang. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot. I'm going to say it one more time. BD is bondage and discipline. The D and S, then, if you take those two out, is dominance and submission. S and M, if you take those two out, is sadism and masochism. I'm going to say what we're dealing with in this book within the BDSM spectrum is the dominance and submission. Yes. I don't think there's any sadism or masochism. It's not that dark. And the bondage and discipline, there's like... Maybe a little bit of discipline. Very, very tiny. But not so much the bondage. I think there might be like one scene where like a tie is used, but I wouldn't... Nobody's in like a gimp suit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or with a a ball gag in the mouth. The ball gag, yeah. Nobody's on a leash either. (laughs) Another part, uh, what this falls under in terms of genre is a contemporary romance. So if you see that, what it means is that it's just a romance that is set post-World War II until like now. It's contemporary. It means new. Because um, apparently, like anything pr- World War II or prior, is where you get into that historical fiction. There's so the there's research involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. there is. If you want to get right. Yeah. So I think what falls into that was when you start talking about like Outlander and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Third term here is uh, nerd, nerd romance. Um, I don't know what else this is supposed to mean, but I'm going to go with it's like that more stereotypical, like you see even in the description here, it's like, ooh, the quiet book owner with his glasses. He's reading a book. He must be so smart. Like, nerd. <laughs> Fantastic. Doesn't he work for a software company or something? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like te- he's like a tech dude. Yeah. So the background on this, if you read it, um, like why he is in this bookstore, if his grandfather... Okay, so his grandfather owns it. It was like the height of this sort of like bohemian... Uh, you know, the old fucking... It's like the books. beatniks and the Jack beatniks, Kerouac yeah. and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. Big Sur, California was like a big place for that. They had a lot of poetry reading and stuff. It was like, a, it's an iconic bookstore. Some LSD um, might have been consumed. Orgies, you know. Yeah. Wh- yeah. Whatever. So his grandfather dies and his grandfather leaves the store to him. So he inherits it, but it's it's not in a good place. So he's thinking like, hey, I'm going to take some leave from work. I'm going to go down there, get the books in order, get everything um, straightened out, and then look for offers to sell it. So he goes down there and he is like, I think the discrepancy is like he really loved his grandfather as a child. He's like, you know, free, spirited, loved to read. But then his parents are more like straight-laced, 
you need to yeah they rebelled against the father or mother or father or whatever decided to rebel against his grandfather and they're like uh it's, no we need to have like dinner at seven and yeah. you know work you nine to, to five you need to get a, a good paying job so that's why he's doing like some sort of software or whatever so he's like again he's like hot nerd software developer mm-hmm. cubicle nerd so yeah so he goes down there and then he's has some offers to sell it and then i think there's the offer that comes up where uh lucia's agent or company wants to use it as a photo shoot for something they have coming up mm-hmm. so he's like oh, okay because there's like cabins and stuff there too he has like a whole sort of resort almost mm-hmm. it's very strange but hippies are fucking weird so like okay reviews we have a couple um it was it's on goodreads for 4.31 out of 5 which is actually a pretty good score yeah um sometimes when you get into the smutty smut smut and uh romance stuff the scores tend to be a little bit lower and i think that's because people go into reading this and they're not prepared and then instead of walking away from it they take it personally and they have to express all of their outrage and clutch their pearls via review. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, but it only has about 2,000 reviews. There's more people need to know that this book is out there. Or ratings, I should say. Mm-hmm. 53% of those did get it five stars. That's the highest. Uh, 30% next with four stars. And then the last 15% is the one to three, uh, three to one stars. Five out of five. Jackie, do you want to read these? Because you found these. These are pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Five out of five. Uh, Perfection. This book is perfection. It truly is a, quote, love letter to writing, end quote. I cried within the first few pages when Cal is eulogizing his grandfather and brings up Shel Silverstein and the peppermint wind. This story is fantastic. The romance is so believable, despite it being kind of unbelievable, an unbelievable premise. Uh, And then in parentheses, supermodel and nerd in a bookstore in a forest. Okay. And I think that is a testament to how great of a writer Catherine is. The sexy time is hot as fire. I will agree with that. Uh, the writing is beautiful, the characters have depth, and the ending is magical. Yay! Yay! Uh, another five out of five. It's a partial. If you're not reading Catherine Nolan's books, I don't know what the hell you're reading. This woman has pure talent when it comes to writing this love story. Sometimes waiting for a couple to fall in love in a book feels tedious. Catherine Nolan makes it feel effortless without necessarily being instant. Bohemian is a love story that feels like poetry. And the one out of one of one out of five, this book was so bad. L-M-A-O. If I had to take a shot every time the author, author used the word nerd or nerdy to describe the guy in the book, I would have died from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> she made up that or he has their own uh, drinking game for this yeah, book. Yeah. Maybe we need to introduce yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> drinking games and they do exist they do they do but i feel like okay so you're watching a movie that's like an hour and a half right yeah so you're watching it that's you drinking that many drinks an hour and a half like people don't read at the same rate no so you could be like just taking your sweet ass time yeah 
and have maybe like a drink, which is like, I mean, have a glass of wine. Like you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know you're drinking game for it. I mean, I do it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm doing a drinking game. I, I sip for every word on the page. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to talk, remember, we do this a little backwards now. Instead of it being an adaptation, we're going to talk about how we would adapt it. Yeah. First things first is who our favorite character is and who we would cast them as. Uh, Jackie and I happen to choose the same one. There's not really a ton of characters to choose from. (laughs) At least not appealing characters. I mean, really. I don't fucking fucking care. (laughs) I care about Calvin and that's about it. Yeah. I see Calvin as either Nicholas Holt or Oliver Jackson Cohen. And if you don't know who these people are, um, Nicholas Holt is, he was someone that was like dating Jennifer Lawrence. He was, he played the beast in X-Men. Yeah, I know him. I don't know the other one. Oliver Jackson Cohen is because you don't watch the shit that I tell you to watch, Jackie. If you did, you would know who he is, and you would love him. He is, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Actually, he played the husband in The Invisible Man, like the one that's stopping her with uh, What's-Her-Face from Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Not that it's a big part in that movie, I, but I, what I... he does a big part is if you follow the, um, like the haunting at Hell House and the haunting of, uh, for what the other one is, those stories he's in there he's uh, that anthology he what what character he well the first one he's one of the brothers he's like the crackhead twin (gasps) yeah oh he very nice he very nice scruffy Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. nice eyes mm -hmm. tall okay then i i take i take back my pick then. <laughs> no, Jackie, go with your pick. You <laughs> I I said Andrew Garfield. Wrong. No. <laughs> oh, whatever. He plays nerdy very well. Spider Man does. Spider Man. Here's the thing. No, he is. <laughs> but we're talking about a synodom, so it's like you have to be nerdy, but you have to be able to pull off like. If you're gonna fucking throw my legs over my head and. <laughs> demand things from me like andrew garfield's just gonna make me laugh i mm, I feel like he's gonna be too timid about it i i i I think that he would he would be able to take that role on jackie okay so let's talk about the car scene for a second we'll get to it guys don't worry okay no 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 okay so i'm gonna go with oliver jackson cohen Scrap Andrew Garfield. Oliver. Because I'm telling you, like, if you picture him in the car seat, like, are you not laughing? I'm giggling at that point. I'm not taking it seriously. I'm only laughing because you're making me laugh. I'm telling you, if it's <laughs> Nicholas Holt or Oliver Jackson, <clears throat> okay, if it's no, one of them. I will I will say this, Nicholas Holt, you totally lost me. Really? Yeah. I think he's because he if you look at him like body wise, he's Mm-mm. You don't realize that he's nope. actually a lot bigger I, I, than he is. I don't accept it at but all. He has like the sweet face. Maybe it's because he played the Beast in X Men, so I get a little bit of that. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I. Fine, I, fine. Okay, we're can't accept both it. Okay, of so Oliver, Oliver Jackson, Jackson Cohen. Fantastic car scene. Here we go. All right, 
how, how is it getting adapted? Who's picking it up? Is it going to be a movie? Is it going to be a series? Is it going to be on Netflix? Is it going to be Bach Bless? What do we got? I definitely say a movie. And I like where you are going with Passion Flicks. Because yes. after yes. you put that in there, I'm like, that is the only obvious choice. Can't believe yeah. I did not think of it. If you are not aware of what this is, and I, and I only know it because it came up, uh, I think because I... It's probably Amazon's way of going like, hey, you read a lot of this garbage. Um, <laughs> you want to watch these garbage movies. <laughs> so think about it this way. Think about like Lifetime movies, not where like the husband beats her and the mistress helps her kill him. Like not those type of Lifetime movies. Like the ones that are pure romance, right? You're yeah. a hallmark. But now think about them with the rating of TVMA. Yeah, like titties yeah and like really sort of soft core porn yeah and they sort of pushed it. you know who owns passion flicks who started it no um elon musk's sister really mm-hmm yeah if somebody posted it told me about that i thought that was funny <laughs> yeah so and it's a it's a streaming service i think it's like 7.99 a month or whatever but basically it's like netflix for softcore porn yeah yeah hmm. so i'm saying this this book this story it gives you that sort of hallmark feel but with like an edge it's going on passion yes yeah. like I, well because <laughs> in hallmark movies all you get is a kiss mm-hmm. and there's no tongue ever oh no because yeah nasty. this has tongue and some more oh yeah yeah, yeah. you're getting you're getting booties you're getting <laughs> grinding but you're not getting and, penetration and some boobs Mm-hmm. I think you might even get a little bit of full frontal on some of them because there's Maybe. also if you if you look at the how they rank it if you look at passion flicks they'll also have like a, a rating for how spicy it is okay so like if it's up to so many stars it means that it's or, or it has like the little peppers I think too on it <laughs> So it'll say, like, if this is more mild or if this is, like, extreme. But extreme means, like, the most extreme of softcore porn that you can have. Not actual porn. Yeah. So maybe something you'd see on, like, Skinamax. You're going to get that. <laughs> but not, you know, Playboy. <laughs> uh, good runners up would be Netflix or HBO Max or something. But I don't see yeah, them picking something like... like this up. No. Netflix maybe, Netflix... but not HBO. Because I feel like if Netflix does it, it's going to be like a foreign version of it and it's going to be dubbed. Yeah. And I don't like it. Gross. Or Canadian, which I just feel like makes it weirder. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Well, Canadians are people too. Yeah. I will tell you the one movie I didn't like Henry Cavill in, even though he was fucking gorgeous. It was like a Canadian movie and I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now. If it gets picked up, Passion Flix is like, let's go. Got some no-name actors, but maybe managed to snag Oliver Jackson Cohen. What scene has to be in there? The scene where Calvin gets roped into the photo shoot. Jackie, why don't you explain that scene a little bit for us? So the male model who is there with Lucia... Mm-hmm. He's not really feeling it mm-hmm. or he's not able to, uh, you know, display the emotion 
that is required. There's no connection. There yeah. should just be like yeah. dry humping up against the cliff, like yeah. under a waterfall. Like They're supposed to be like sexy and stuff. And he's just not doing it. And well, he's giving off constipated vibes. Yeah, yeah. So Lucia and Calvin, the bookstore owner, have been trading looks, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's there and he's a strapping young man. And they're like, have you ever modeled? And I think the like, crew and the photographer at this point are kind of like, they're catching on a little bit. And they're like, what's happening here? Yeah. Let's yeah. exploit this. They're, they they look at him and they're like, have you ever modeled? And he's like, no. What what What's going on? He's like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to <laughs> do with my hands. <laughs> um and they're like, hey, can you sub in for, uh, what's his name? Taylor? Tyler? I don't Ta- know. Ta- like whatever. Uh, male model. And he's like, uh, I mean, a lot of debt. Don't have anything else going on. I was just going to sure, read this book. They're like, just take your clothes off and come over here. <laughs> and they do everything except for actually have sex in front of a camera. Because they're just like, they they lock eyes and they're just getting it up against this cliff. Yeah. They're like it's figuring intense. out ways to say stuff to each other without the photographer seeing them actually talking. Yeah. and Getting a little dirty. And this is where his little, like, we get some inklings of his kink. Yeah. We get a little bit of the synodom coming out. Yep. But the scene, and I know Jackie did this on purpose. She picked that scene. She oh, I it. jumped into this outline beforehand like, because I'm just it. like, I'm doing it. Even though I know she wants this scene, but don't worry, guys, I got it. No, you. I like I like the scene that I chose. Yours I like is a good second, but... So I think that my scene is where the synodom, like, fully comes out where he's like, all right, and I'm going with the car scene. Okay. Uh, so now they're like, it's getting hot, it's getting steamy. I think they've, like, done it a few times now mm-hmm. in, like, the, the bookstore, like, after hours, whatever. And he's he's getting a little firm with her, right? Um, and she's digging it. And he realizes that the reason he hasn't been enjoying past sexual experiences is because whenever he starts to let this sort of, like, dom side of him out... He realizes that the women he's with are not really receptive to it. So, like, the gentleman that he is, he's like, okay. But at the same time, yeah. like, he's not really getting anything out of it at yeah. that point. But during the some interactions that they've had, he's seeing that she is very receptive to it. So all the tension sort of breaks now where they're, they're doing the shoe and they have, like, a 20-minute break or something. And they run to find some place that they can release tension the pressure yeah and it uh it just happens to be in a car his car he's like fumbling for the keys to unlock it it just comes out he's like get in there take your clothes off legs up you know like he and it's just (laughs) he is taking control but he is the cutest doing it yeah as a synodom and she's like i like it and i and he just goes to town and it is the most hardcore hottest scene and in that book i'm just like oh my god they're (laughs) they're doing it get it 
I was a little jealous. Because <laughs> it's like, it's one of those where it's not like super extreme, where it's like, I don't ever imagine myself doing that, but I feel like I wouldn't say no. Mm, yeah. Right? Especially yeah. if you had a lot of tension build up. If Steven came over and he was like, <clears throat> I'd be like, oh, okay. I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. What do you, what do you, where do you need me? Like this? Okay. I don't think I can get my head any lower, but I'll try. Like, that would be me. <laughs> The car scene, it has to be in there. Now, I think if you add the car scene to our Passion Flix masterpiece, um, this is getting all the peppers. Yes. Because this is like, I don't even know how you tame that down. Because the whole point of that scene is he's like full on Dom now. Yeah. Cynodon. Because he's fucking adorable while he's doing it. Just so sweet. (laughs) So we won't give away the ending, but it is a traditional romance in the respect that it does have a happily ever after. Um, So if you're interested, read it, find out what the ending is. (sighs) Now, would we watch it? Jackie, what do you think? Yes, but only as long as the casting was good, because uh, I'm not going to lie. I've seen some passion flicks films movies uh and the casting the acting just seemed really really stilted mm-hmm. it's just like they pulled people off the sidewalk and said read these lines and they're like okay they may have very well done that Jackie. <laughs> they probably they did done, yeah like what they did to calvin in this book <laughs> yeah and it didn't have a made for tv movie kind of feel yeah yeah pulling people off like you ever dry home someone? <laughs> do you want to do it in front of a camera? Yeah. And lots and of like people. And like 13 other people. <laughs> we'll give you 50 bucks. <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, I would, I would watch it. I would turn it on, but it would definitely probably just be background noise while I'm reading another book. I'm like reading about orcs. And this is or Ice Planet Barbarians. Fuck yeah. Give me a blue alien any day. I'm all about it. (laughs) Okay, let's recap what we've learned here. Uh, BDSM, role playing. It's a compound acronym. There's like, you can use these letters and mix them any way you want. Yeah. This book, I'm thinking it's more of the um, DS, so dominant submission part where he's just like wants to take control. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's role playing power moves. That's this. That's this kink. But I'm like, A.K. This is your new kink unlocked. Hashtag Cynodom. Because I feel like there's no way you're not gonna like this. Because think about it. You have a guy that is adorable. He's sweet. He's sensitive. He's so caring. He also like, happens to be built. Yes, he's very nice. He does have a very nice body. Of course they fit that in there yeah. with his glasses. Oh my god. And his like Star Wars t-shirt. What a fucking nerd. Um, but like when the tension is high he tricks control. <laughs> so you get the best of both words. Right? Hashtag Synodon. Again, contemporary romance equals not historical, aka not much thought required. <laughs> and then finally... We got the nerd romance in this, which equals, you know, stereotypical glasses and books or AKA Harry Potter fan fiction. But this time it's a male 
who's the nerd, not the female. Yeah, this is a, it is a, you're right, actually, Jackie, you are. Because you get a little bit of, um, when you get into this nerd genre, it's mostly the women that are like the weird, awkward, nerdy, and then you get like the Henry Cavill Superman character that's like, yeah. oh my god, I saw her across the room and I fucking love her. Like, you know that didn't happen. Yeah. But that's what the fantasy of women, right? All of us out here that are just not supermodels <laughs> and mayhap wear glasses <laughs> and read books and maybe obsess over fictional characters a bit too much. We would like them to come to life and dominate her, but that's what we got for you, Catherine Nolan's Bohemian. Fluffy, nice story. All right, next week we uh, we're gonna talk about orcs and some orcs. So stories. many orcs, because this is a thing. This is a thing that I uh, well, I think Jackie and I both heard about it like on another podcast that we we're listening to, and we're like, "That's weird," and then we didn't think anything of it, and then um, I don't know why. I don't know why. One day I was like, "Fuck it, Kindle Unlimited, let's go," and then here we are. We're obsessed. Okay, so next week, orcs. Uh, with Finley Fenn's uh, The Lady and the Orc, which is the first in her Orc Sworn series. So much Orc splooge. It's just sticky and warm. It's like a sticky warm hug. But apparently sweet. I don't know. And nutritious. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more about that next week. Until then, be smutty. Bye. Bye.